Hi, this is Janice Temple of World Black History on Anchor, and I just wanted to um, share my excitement and joy that yesterday was the unveiling of the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. statue at the state capitol in Atlanta, Georgia. it, it was a great occasion. Bernice, Dr. Bernice King, his fourth daughter, um, Periscope the event, so you can look for it on Periscope, at Bernice B.A. King, Bernice King, B.A. King. And yesterday was the 54th anniversary of Dr. King's speech in Washington, D.C. at the Lincoln Memorial, the I Have a Dream speech at the March on Washington, and the statue was created by Artist Lane. So this is going to be a playlist coming up that honors Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s work. Please uh, listen and enjoy and share and also add your thoughts or reflections. What you're about to hear now is the I Have a Dream speech by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that he spoke on August 28, 1963 during the March on Washington in Washington, D.C. Please listen and share. At this time, I have the honor to present to you the moral leader of our nation. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. 
It came as the joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, The, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize the shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. of justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. So we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand. Reverend King, I want to thank you for being here today as we pay tribute to your late father. And I am pleased to present you with the fourth statuette of his image. Reverend King, I want to thank you for being here today as we pay tribute to your late father. And I am pleased to present you with the fourth statuette. What an irony, since I am the fourth child. 
Well, as a preacher like my father, I have to say this. This is the day that the Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be glad in it. To the Honorable Nathan Deal, First Lady Sandra Deal, to the Honorable Casey Cagle, to the Honorable David Ralston, to the Honorable Cassine Reed, to the Honorable Calvin Smyrin, Senator Emanuel Jones of the Martin Luther King Jr. Advisory Council, to all the elected officials, to members of my family, the King family, and to all of you. When my father delivered prophetically his I Have a Dream speech 54 years ago today. He said, I have a dream that the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will one day sit down at the table of brotherhood. Well, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners sat down in this state capitol and made a decision to erect the Martin Luther King Jr. Monument. And today, we as the sons and daughters of former slaves and former slave owners are here to witness the unveiling of that statue. It is a glorious and grand day in the state of Georgia and in the United States of America and all over the world. Forty-nine years ago when my father was assassinated, he was one of the most hated men in America. Today, he is one of the most loved men in the world. And as we gather here today, I can't help but think about the person that I believe was responsible along with the support of her family and friends with ensuring that this nation would remember and institutionalize the legacy of this great man. So I stand here today in honor as well of my mother, Mrs. Coretta Scott King. that was in turmoil. And today, on the same day, although he is not physically present with us, he is present in spirit and through the symbol of his statue. And this statue being unveiled today, I believe also provides a sense of hope to a nation that is in turmoil once again. As many people around this nation are removing and taking down Confederate monuments 
It is apropos that today in the state of Georgia, 